episode of Talking Maiden. The podcast of the beast. How you doing, Nesbitt? I'm doing pretty good. Right on. Yeah. Fear part two, finally. Yep. We only got through two tracks last time. That's all right. That's right. I listened back. I thought we were pretty fair. Got a lot of feedback online. Yeah. Be yeah. quicker we did. Solid song. Yeah. From from here to eternity, which when I listened back to the last episode, I kept calling yeah. it from fear to eternity. Did you? <laughs> well, they have that album called Fear to Eternity, yeah. a compilation. Yeah. For some reason, I kept saying Fear to Eternity. I missed that when I heard it back. <laughs> yeah. Great. Two great tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Two Pretty really good. really good starts. Well, album. I thought Quicker Be Quicker Be Dead was a solid track. Mm. I wouldn't say it was like great. I know. We already did that. Yeah. Eh. You know what? I, I went away thinking about the, the album openers because, you know, you kind of yep. said, ah. Oh. And uh, I stand by more or less what I said. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to get into Afraid to Shoot Strangers. Yeah. First, let's get into this beer. Okay. This is Western Newfoundland Brewing Company. This is a pale ale. Pale ale? Yeah, backcountry pale ale. I've never had that. Kill Devil Backcountry Pale Ale. It's a huge can. Um, Kill Devil, like the Bruce Dickinson song, Kill Devil Hill. Yeah. So it does have a bit of a maiden tie-in. Totally. Uh, Western Newfoundland Brewing Company. Yeah. So I don't know much about that, this but we is, had a few other beers. This is the can of the beast. I mean, how, how many? This is 946 milliliters. That's like a liter can. You tried to kill me? <laughs> Do not spend your time worrying about those wasted beers. Pasadena, yeah. Newfoundland. That's on the West Coast. And citrusy hops. Is that what it says? Yeah. So this is another local Local beer. Beer. Well, only so local. It's on the West Coast. Yeah, it just shows how big, like, Canada is that we call something 500 kilometers away. 500? <laughs> 500 Western Newfoundland Brewing Company is about 800 clicks away. Is it that far? Oh, it's got citrusy hops. Citronella hops, my favorite. Interesting. Mmm. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's not what I thought was expecting at all. Although it does taste like a pale ale. It does. But that's nice, though. It's got a real nice. bitter flavor at the end. Yeah. This would be really good in a pint. Yeah. It almost tastes like a. It almost tastes like. It an tastes English like ale. a good pale ale, yeah. Mm. So thumbs up for this one. This is good. This, this is, is much really better good. than I was expecting. Yeah, we is. had one of theirs before that we didn't think was that great. Yeah, but this one's really good. Super hoppy, hoptastic. <laughs> Hops are the key. So uh, fear <laughs> the dark. We never really talked about the cover art. Yes, thankfully. We uh, <laughs> are we going to get into it today? Yeah, I like the cover art. I really like this this cover art. Really? We put that first episode out, yeah. and we got a lot of feedback about cover art right away. Really? Yeah. So uh, it's this Eddie in the tree, which yeah. uh, it's Melvin Grant. So this is the, you know, they stepped away from the Derek Riggs. This is the CD. This is the uh, reissue that just came out, the Digipack. Digipack one, Pretty yeah. much the same. It's a little yellower. And this is the vinyl. But I nice, like it. yeah. I like this, Eddie. I don't. No? It's just too boring. It's like, um, it's not I don't like it. It's just, it's not an icon of cover to me. See, to me, it is. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Well, hold on. I also have, have you seen yeah, Derek Riggs? So this is Derek yeah. Riggs's right here. I have it printed up. This is the unused, kind of abandoned Derek Riggs idea for The Fear of the Dark. And it's like Eddie at the foot of a bed with a bat over his head. And a forked tongue. Yeah, which I don't like at all. Yeah, no, I don't like any of that. Although, who knows what it would have looked like in the end, you know? Yeah, but still, I don't like the direction they were going in. So, I have a quote from Melvin Grant. He says, Maiden called me in to come up with an image for the LP cover. I produced, I think, about seven or eight different concepts, including the one used. Maiden then asked me to try adding bat-type wings to Eddie's shoulders, which I did, but it didn't look as good, so they finally settled on my original concept. I also tried to improve the design of Eddie, but Maiden insisted that I not stray too far from the previous examples. So he still looks very much like Eddie. Yeah. But he's kind of like, yeah, the tree Eddie. I really like this one. I think it's a, it's a, it's like a modern classic. It's a modern classic. And I think they needed to kind of step That's away from think. Derek Riggs. Yeah. So I'll just go, like, I think Derek Riggs's art had started to kind of go downhill. Okay. So, okay, let's look at. The Derek yeah. Riggs. So Iron Maiden, Killers. Yes. Made in Japan, all classic. Yeah. Classics. Classics. Yeah. Number of the Beast, the Run to the Hills single, Purgatory, classics. Peace of yeah. Mind, it, Flight of Icarus, The Trooper, is, those are all classics. Power Slave, Aces High, Two Minutes to Midnight, Live After Death. Mm-hmm. They're all like 10 out of 10 covers. Somewhere in Time, Stranger in a Strange Land, all the Seven Sun stuff. Yeah. Clairvoyant, 
evil men do kind of play with madness awesome yeah then you get the infinite dreams single which is like eddie on riding on the motorbike yep a bit of a step backwards yep then you get the no prayer when you hit no prayer I don't know. I think yeah. he's starting to like phone it in. The No Prayer cover was, and there was the two versions I think we looked at when yep. we did the album. And the Neither one of them are exciting. It's kind of weak. Yeah. The Holy Smoke single, I thought yeah. that, like the concept's okay, but the Eddie himself isn't yeah. very cool. There's the three versions of the Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter. Remember the one with the dude? He had the dude, <laughs> the funny looking dude, and there's a few ways they did it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter one. I can't remember that one. So it's Eddie with this uh, woman in a red dress, oh, okay. which is kind of a cool idea, and I do like that. Yeah. single cover but if you look at eddie's face it doesn't look finished it's very like rough looking okay. and then there's that eddie in like he's like a grim reaper eddie mm. in a graveyard and that's one of the variations for the cover oh yeah i didn't like that's that pretty lame yeah um i don't know they were getting rough and like tired looking the eddies themselves look at any no prayer era eddie from that album cycle of yeah. earth and look at eddie's face Compare that to any Power Slave era, Eddie. Like, one yeah. looks like a finished work of art. That's the other right. one looks like kind of a yeah. sketch, kind of slapped together. I no, think, yeah. I know they probably are rush jobs, but they look like rush jobs. Yeah, they do, yeah. So, I think this is a good refresh for yeah. Eddie, for the band. I mean, you think about the Seven Sun gatefold, you think of front and back, and you think about the uh, Somewhere in Time. Yeah. But this is so close to that. I mean, maybe it was just having a bad... I don't know. What kind yeah, of timeline was he given? Like, he was always rushed. Yeah. That's the thing. But the concept you just showed there, yeah. you, you know, people out there listening can't see it, but it's, it's crap. Yeah. But I think yeah. Maiden was kind of trying something different. And then you get into the yeah. singles for this album, like Wasting Love, hmm. um, Here to Eternity. They don't even have an Eddie on the cover. Yeah. So they're kind of taking, I think they're shaking stuff up. Just like how we said the music on this album, they're kind of shaking up yeah. what Maiden's all about. But uh, it's not like they ditched Derek Riggs either. Yeah. They just gave someone else an album. Because yeah, he still after... did Real Live One, Real Dead One, Fear of the Dark Live, The Hallowed Be Thy Name, you know, the one where he's like hmm. got the pitchfork with Bruce. Yeah. Um, the Brave New World, The Sky in Brave New World, Best of the Beast, hmm. Somewhere but Back in Time. Those are all Derek Riggs. So he's... he had a lot of work after this. Yeah, but he's in a good run. I mean, I wonder what he thought. Yeah. You know? So. I've got his book up there. Yeah. And he's basically not on good terms with Maiden. Yeah. The last thing he did was what? The Brave New World stuff? Is that right? Uh, no, somewhere back in time, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think. And Melvin yeah. Grant, the guy that did this one, he did Fear the Dark, Virtual Eleven, Death on the Road, Final mm. Frontier, uh, Benjamin Brieg. He's been pretty active yeah. with Maiden. Since he's since. done a bunch. And then you get into Mark Wilkinson, who did the last one. Yeah, did the Book of Souls. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you bringing that up in the album. Yeah. Here's my take on it. Okay. It's overwhelming. Like, it's, it's underwhelming. Um, the It's just, compared to all the other covers that kind of pop, I just feel like it's underwhelming. It just doesn't draw me in. I don't like the name of the album on it. I don't like the way the words go I don't up like the, side. the font. I don't like that the Maiden is going yeah. up the side either. I don't like I don't it. Like I don't like my that. traditional no. Maiden across the top. I don't like the Eddie's... Um, head, like look at the the hair. Like yeah, I just don't. Like, and, and, coming out of his head. Yeah. And the, and, the weird and the hand. That's right. Yeah. So there's a few things like that. The concept, the tree, I like. You know what's really cool in this? What he's done, an amazing job. Look at the shading around the tree branches, like at the top on the right there, and down around the rebranch at the bottom. Like he's got the yeah. lighting perfect. If you go to his yeah. website, he has like he has tons and tons of mm -hmm. art for like fantasy stuff and yeah. like horror stuff and like novels and all like. He has, like, a career of doing... Melvin Grant does a bunch, right. all kinds of fantasy art. Mm. There's a bunch of cool stuff on his webpage. It has, like, trees and, like, this involved. With, yeah. Like, shadows on them and stuff. Yeah, this, I mean, it's good. See, I like but it. I really like it. I don't know. I wouldn't put it in my top. The concept of the fear of the dark, it's very, like... When you're, you know, thinking fear of the dark, you're thinking of, like, something creepy. And this is a very... This is, like, the creepiest you can make Eddie, I think. Because he yeah. was kind of turned into a clown up to this point. You know he I mean? kind of was. <laughs> like, I bring mean, your he's... daughters to the slaughter. Like, that was just kind of a... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, you know, he's also strapped to a tree. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's he going to do? Well, I think he's, like, the, the coming out of the tree as in, like, he could disappear back into the tree and pop out in another tree. In oh, the okay. woods. You know, you're walking through the woods and he's, like, coming out of the tree all over the place. Yeah, fair enough. Not the way I picture it. He's a it. virus on an int. 
<laughs> no, um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not impressed with it. I, I'm not t- trying to trash it. This is yeah. not a. I'm just saying the the cover doesn't excite me like so many maiden covers. Yeah, like, you know, I like the fun. I think it looks good on a t-shirt. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, and it is a popular t-shirt. It is popular. Yeah. Popular song. Very popular t-shirt. t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so okay, back I'm, into some I'm lukewarm. Lukewarm on lukewarm. it. Sorry. I lukewarm got you from luke- cold to lukewarm. No, no, no. I think I was <laughs> lukewarm when I started. I. I wouldn't put it in my top half, you know, not even close. Yeah, well, all the ones mm. I said up to the No Prayer. Yeah, the first eight are. They're all 10 out of 10s. <laughs> you know what I mean? And all mm. the singles, pretty much all of them. Yeah. I mean, so uh, other than really, what, Dance of Death, X Factor. Yeah, and they all came out. Virtual Eleven. Yeah. No Prayer. Yeah. Those are the only ones that you could argue are worse than that. Or, yeah. And, yeah. Well, the X Factor well, stuff is kind of gruesome. Some people might say Final Frontier. I wouldn't. Yeah, I like that. Really, grew some on people me. would, yeah. you know. Yeah, doesn't make a good shirt though. This does. This yeah. the, there's one thing about it. For I sh- like the blue and the yellow kind of, yeah. and it has kind of that yellow. The moon is throwing like a yellow light on them, mm. which kind of is a throwback to the old Eddies from the first two albums, where and everything was kind of yellowish. Imagine how much better it would be though if he was centered and there was none of that blacked out part and none of that words and like maybe they added something in the back or some bats or just some cool stuff. Yeah, you know. Um, I know, you know it's or weird a pack that, of wolves or something like yeah. just just to take the whole cover because the blue yeah, ba- but blue then and I yellow think background. You're going to be getting into people who are going to be yeah, complaining yeah, the just, same way. A matter of life and death. People yeah, complain because yeah. they're like, it's too busy and Eddie's Eddie should be the main thing and there's too much going on. There's a point to that. I love that yeah. cover, but when we were doing the cover on the podcast, I was like, wow, I've never seen that before. Yeah. And that piece there, and that piece there, you know. And that was the background on my computer. Oh yeah, <laughs> for a while. Not now. I mean, I still have the Book of Souls one. So uh, mm. you want to get into some? Get back uh, into, the, into tracks. the tracks. Yes. Because there's some interesting ones. Afraid to, to shoot strangers, track number yeah. three. So yeah, be quick or be dead. Mm. Good opener. Yeah. From here to eternity. Good catchy track. We both liked it. A lot of people think it's kind of cheesy, and it is cheesy. The lyrics are super cheesy, but we both agreed. So far, so good on the album. Excellent. Then you hit this song. Yes. I still think so far so good. This is I a great love song. this tune. Yeah, this is a classic. I love this tune. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah, maybe the best song on the album. Ooh, I could go with that. Maybe I'd have to think yeah. about this a bit, but I think it might be the best song on the album for me. It's up there. It's up there. <laughs> I got a few towards the back, which are going to surprise you. So it's about a soldier going into battle. Yeah. He's not knowing if he'll be able to kill, but he knows he has to go through with it. Right? And remember, this album came out, it was just post-Desert Storm, so it's very topical, right? Yep. Um, I've got a quote from Bruce Dickinson actually talking about this. And this next song is uh, kind of associated with the whole topic of, of war and what it's like. Maybe. I've never done it, so I'd have to ask one of them. But from what I gather, uh, it's not kind of like the movies. And uh, when you're sitting out there on your own in the desert and it's the first time you're ever going to shoot at somebody and blow their brains out because that's your job. Nothing personal. You wouldn't be a human being if you weren't sitting there going, is this really the right thing to have to do? Am I going to be able to pull the trigger, or am I going to be afraid to shoot strangers? Yeah, going off to war and having to shoot someone. Yeah, that's pretty pretty crazy concept, actually. To, yeah. to have to think about that in the modern day. Yeah, yeah, it's a, a cool thing to write a song about. It's an awesome thing to write a song about. We all think we could do it, and you know, but oh, just the you wouldn't want to be too close. You know, the Godfather, that line where he said, you know, Michael, you got to shoot him up close. You can't shoot him from like 50 feet away, like in the military. You wouldn't want to. I don't know. It could be traumatizing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. It's a pretty cool track. It's very progressive sounding. It has that like slow, moody intro. There's a really heavy instrumental part. There's like a double time part. There's a big solo. Mm -hmm. Then this like slow outro. There's no real like verse, chorus, verse kind of structure. Yeah. The first half is kind of like a bunch of verses. And then there's like. This heavy riff part, which is kind of like yeah. a chorus. Some great riffs all the way through. But they kind of abandon that whole like classic song structure. Yeah. It's kind of a hint of what's to come on the future albums. Like this could fit under the X Factor very easily, I think. Ooh. Interesting. You know what I mean? The sound, the composition, the theme, the structure is very yeah. dark sounding. You know what yeah. I mean? And moody. I don't think of it that way. I just think of this song as just like awesome riffs. Yeah. And then just like the song just feeds right into killer solos. Do you think that yeah. this sounds like it could be an X Factor song? Mm-hmm. 
imagine. You know how it's so dark and all yeah. those X Factor songs have those like intros? Yeah, now that you say it, I almost expect Blaze to start singing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's Blaze really... has sung that summer, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Of course. It was like a, a Blaze yeah. staple. I'm Best of the Beast. That's the version right. on Best of the Beast is Yeah, because in my head there, I was just hearing yeah, Blaze. Yeah. Really moody intro with a really busy bass line. I mean, that sounds right off the X Factor. It does. And it's a Harris composition. When it does kick in, this sounds totally like a Yannick riff. So I don't know if he actually had... He's not credited as a songwriter on it. Yeah, because I was going to ask that because he... Sounds like, this sounds like Yannick to me. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds Yannicky to me. And that again, that sounds just like something off the X Factor. And me. Yannick's got a great solo. Yeah. Which makes me think that Yannick must have had some influence. Yeah. Yeah, he's a very trademark Yannick solo. And Dave gets the second solo. Very similar solos. Hmm. Almost like the same idea for a solo with two different takes on it. Exactly. Which kind of gets you to you can really see their styles come through. Yeah. But both of them fit the song perfectly. That's that's why it's so great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the two solos put back to back. They're very similar sounding. Yeah, and there's a good gap between them. Yeah, and like the riff takes off, and like yeah. I just edited them to put them back yeah. to back, so you could hear how similar they are. I love those two solos. Yeah. I would probably put them. I'm going to eat this down a little bit, but I'd probably <laughs> put them as my favorite on the album. Like I just love them. Yeah. Um. Although we did talk about, I think I said the same thing about the quicker we did last time. I love this solo. Like, I I love both of them. Yeah, they're I awesome. love the song. It's awesome. Yeah. The Yannick solo is trademark. Yannick. Yeah. Textbook well, Yannick. it's funny because they're so much alike. I thought Yannick was second or first. I wasn't sure. Yeah. And I went online. I checked. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. Was, he was first. And Dave's getting a little yeah. wild there, too, on his solo. He is. And the way um, it ends. Yeah. Deadly. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's right. You were talking about how um, you're used to hearing Blaze sing this. Yes. Because there's a very famous Blaze version, and he used to do yeah. it live. The Blaze version is really great, maybe even better. Ooh. Trying to justify to ourselves the reasons to go Should we live and let live Forget or forgive But how can we let them go on this way The Okay. Live Blaze. Sweeping Declaration. Okay. That's a better version. I think it is too. It seems yeah. Blaze's delivery better, I think. That is awesome. They're both great though. And that's a live version. Too. You know what's so funny? As soon as you said at the beginning of the track, I was like, because I never even thought about that. Yeah. But I've heard, I've heard that a ton of times. Yeah. But I never even thought about it because I've been just listening to this album on loop for basically about a month and <laughs> a, a half. Month, yeah. And then as soon as you said it was on X-Factor, I was like, Blaze does this. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> like in my head, I was like, you're right. It suits his voice God. totally yeah yeah but he does a great version the bruce version is great too they're both great versions yeah i don't know now you got me thinking a whole different perspective there's yeah. a lot on this album that this could have been really very, good for blaze this is very x-factor sounding to me yeah. i would love to see an overlap of like people that love the song 
if they also love the X Factor. Mm. Or if you hate this song, if you also hate the X Factor. Ooh. You know what I mean? I wouldn't think you'd find very many people who like can't stand this song, but love yeah. the X Factor. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I this don't song know. just sounds like X Factor to me. I know I said it like that's the tenth time. No, I, I, I think you're, you're dead right. Yeah. Man, that's awesome. So three songs in. Yes. And so far, if you were like, I went to the record store today and bought the new Iron Maiden album. Yes. I put it on. I'm three songs in, and this I had be... to pause it because I had to go call my buddy and tell me, tell him like this could be, you know, one of Maiden's best albums. And not only that, um, with the punchy start. Yeah. You know, here to eternity, great, really rocking, and then afraid to shoot, shoot strangers, and it's just cranking out the solos. You're just like, give me more. And all three of these are tour songs, like they're, I think they did five or six on the tour five by my numbers here yep um so they've started strong from a tour perspective they've front loaded now fear is the key can i give you my take okay, before you change four, my perspective on it track number four yeah. fear is the key yeah can i give Dickinson you my take and yannick yeah can i give my yeah. take first okay i've got a whole analogy i'm going to use after you some okay up. but basically this song has so much promise but the outcome is so sad to me yeah this is where the trouble starts yeah, this is this what, album yes this yeah. is the first bad track for me. Right. I and, agree. But I've also got a crazy analogy. I want to hear you take on the song, and I want to tell you my analogy okay. after. So yeah. I don't really want to hear Iron Maiden singing songs about AIDS. <laughs> no. It's very topical for 1992. I have a quote from Bruce. He says, fear is the key is about the fear that exists nowadays in sexual relationships because of AIDS, of course. Sex has become a synonym for fear. Yeah. And it's in part inspired by Freddie Mercury's death, November 24th, 1991. Okay. So I have a, a quote from Bruce. All the guilt he's laid on himself, you know, going to bed with all these people yeah. that maybe it, he didn't Increasingly love. dangerous thing to do these days. It's pretty life-threatening. Yeah, yeah exactly. Say, yeah. Which is another track, um, Fear is the Key, on the, on the record right, that deals yeah. specifically with AIDS, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. And then was that the Freddie Mercury thing kind of inspired that? or No. The, it, the Freddie Mercury thing happened in the middle of it while I was writing the, the words. Yeah. And... Um, the line in the song that was about that is nobody cares till somebody famous dies, which is what uh, something that came up with the whole Magic Johnson thing, yeah. uh, which is, I mean, it's tragic when it, any, unfortunately gets it's true, it, but, yeah. but it is. I mean, people have been dying of it for years and everybody's been like, oh, well, I don't know anybody. So, mm -hmm. um, but um, anyway, so that's, yeah. that was that particular song. Yeah. So inspired by Freddie Mercury's death, November 24th, 1991. Mm. Also, Freddie Mercury's death overshadows another famous death, Eric Carr from Kiss, The Fox. Yes, He died from right. cancer on the same day. And the same day? Yeah. Wow. But, you know, Freddie Mercury kind of... Uh... So next time you hear the radio and they're like, oh, today in history, Freddie Mercury died on this date. Yeah. Be like, what about Eric Carr? Yeah. What Sharon, about the Fox? And Sharon Osbourne's still alive. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> I am... Blaze Bailey, you're listening to Talking Maiden, the podcast of the beast, possibly the best podcast in the world. So it's Yannick Gares and Bruce Dickinson written. Yeah. It sounds like that tattooed millionaire type of stuff. But with Steve's filter progging it up a bit to me. The, like, it's a really weird one. It's very unusual for Maiden Track. It starts out with a riff that I think is very Led Zeppelin-y. Like, so far, so good. It's kind of got this, like, Eastern feel. And it's kind of a cool riff. It's different. Maybe chasing a power slave kind of vibe, maybe. Yeah. I, as soon as that intro comes on, I love that intro. Yep, me too. That intro and like, is one so of my favorites. So it's good so on solid. Yep. It's a great riff. So yep. keep going. Vocals in the verses are kind of boring. The chorus is kind of catchy. 
but it's not like good catchy. It's catchy that it gets in your head, but it's like yeah. I don't want it in my head. You yes, know what I mean? I know. And the lyrics are super lame. So I like how it comes out of the chorus, back yeah. into that riff, right? The guitars kick in. Yeah. So, so far, so good. Basically, a decent, pretty good song. Cheesy lyrics, it's like plodding along, but the riff's kind of cool. Yeah. Good build up at points. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it turns into a horrible experiment. Yeah. It goes from like, I would say you're hitting at like a seven and a half, and then it goes down to like a two. Yeah. And this is probably my least favorite section of any Maiden song in the catalog, including B-sides, maybe. I hear you start a heartbeat, I hear you start a quiet. So they just like torpedoed the song right in the middle. It's cruising along. Pretty good song. I'm like, okay, this is another pretty solid song on this album. Yeah. And then it's like time to do a time change and just destroy whatever they had going on. Yeah. It's horrible. Hate this middle part. I hate the singing. I hate the music behind it. It sounds like forced in there. Like this was a straight up song. And they're like, we got to make it, we're Iron Maiden, we have to make this a little bit more maiden so we have to, like, do some time changes and some weird parts. And then Bruce was like, I don't know what to do here, so I'm just going to do some, like, beat poetry. Yeah. And throw a few of my trademark screams in. He he almost is, like, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's almost close to, like, you know, breaking out of balls to Picasso rap in there. You know what <laughs> I, know, I mean? Yeah, I know. As soon right as I heard that, I was like, oh, God. He should have put one you in. Know, I think it would be better the, than what he did. If the last oh, track... Is hearkening to X Factor. This is hearkening back to Balls to Picasso. You know what I mean? There's there's yeah, elements there. It, see, it doesn't sound the musically. It doesn't yeah. sound well. Like it's it, made it behind just, him. It just sounds like he's just kind of musing in the middle. It's like yeah, but nonsensical. even the music behind it is it, it doesn't fit in there. It's like ham fisted, yeah. shoehorned in. Like, yep. We're like let's prog it up a bit. We got to make this make more maidenly. We need to add an extra minute and a half. Yep. Uh, I don't know, man. I'll, I'll tell you one thing though. Yeah. Good solo from Yannick over that, you know, that cool riff that we yeah. liked at the beginning. Uh, you know, even Bruce ad-libs over the solo a little bit yeah. and still even ruins that. But this is a good solo from Yannick. Bruce, just shut up. Let me listen to the Yannick's guitar playing. <laughs> Stop singing over it. I ripped on the Assassin. Yeah. And where the wild wind blows. Yes. Remember? Yes. I Well, I didn't hate on them that much. Yeah. But they're both like masterpieces compared to this. You think? Oh, my God. But the other thing is, it's a cool riff. It was going along as a great song. Yeah. It had a good solo there. I don't know why they had to take it off the rails there. This could be if they cut that minute and a half out. Yeah. This could have been a pretty good song. It would be kind of fillery. Yes. But, like, it's that section in the middle is just so bad that yeah. there's no way you can fix it. 
Absolutely. There's no way that you can save it. There's no way to save it. No, no, no. So this song, obviously, like, is one of the most, as soon as you start listening, like, it just, it's the fourth track. Yeah. You know, the chorus, it just sticks out to you every time. And I never liked it that much. Didn't hate it, but couldn't really understand why. And when I was making my notes over the last, you know, month or so, this this thing happened to me when I was listening to the shower. Like, so I was in the shower and I was listening to it. And it started off, and I was, and I said to myself, like, well, this, this starts good. Like, why am I so hard on this? And then it just started going. And at the same time, so I have a girlfriend now, yep. but I was single very recently. Yeah. And I was on the go a lot. You remember? Yeah. And this is like the perfect analogy for a Tinder date that you're excited for that's gone <laughs> wrong. Totally. Right? Because, like, when you're you're on, like, Tinder, you match with her. She's good looking. You know what she looks like, more or less. There's yep. always that. You know, yeah. you always watch the angles. Like when you're a Tinder pro, when you've been at it a while, <laughs> you you can spot the shitty, shitty picture once. Like you know that that they've picked the right. – this harkens back. I, I went on a date with this girl who was like smoking and yeah. I was like all pumped for it. And it was – it followed this exactly. And like every time I hear this song now, I go through that, <laughs> that in my mind. There's no word of a lie. Like it starts off. That riff, right? You show up. Yeah. Looks good. Like, oh, that's Every- kind of different. That's yeah. really good. Yeah, Everything like is this. awesome. Yeah. Everything is awesome. Then you're getting going. And I always remember this part right here in the build up, but a, but a minute in. Yeah, so like, you know, it's building up. You're just clicking. Like, this is literally what goes through my mind every time I hear this. Now, I can't think about it. You're clicking, like, things are going good. Yeah. And it's going awesome. Oh, there's chemistry. You got a couple of drinks in. Uh, Everything was going perfect. Then there's that moment, you know what I mean? Like, the train wreck moment where something comes up, you know, like they throw something in there. And that that always happens at this point. I was like, you know, that's when the crazy shows up. Burp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, she's just, you know, I don't know, you know, men are the problem for everything or whatever she's going on about. And you're just hearing it going, burp, burp, burp. And as soon as I hear that, I'm like, oh, God. And you're just sitting there. Like, this has happened to me so many times on a date where it's just a total train wreck. And they're just, you know, all of a sudden they're just unloading too much. And then they start to realize it. Anyway. You now it's at the stage where this is soon after you realize you're in the train wreck and you both notice it. So you both know, and then like you're just trying to backpedal, and like you ever, we all do it. You're on a date and you're trying to save it. You're like, oh well, this, that, the other, you know, like you're trying to get it back. You're like, I can, I can look past, you know, that. They're just straight out of jail, you know. Yeah, we can we can have fun with her ankle bracelet on. There's no big deal. Like, what could go what could go wrong here? So what? She stabbed that guy. You know, (laughs) who cares? Yeah, my mortal enemy. She's she's pregnant with this child. Who cares? Who cares? And then you're just like, it's just embarrassing though at this stage. Anyway, you realize it's total shit, and then, and then no you leave, it. and Yannick Solo is you're going home, and you get a kebab, <laughs> <laughs> and you save the night. Like, oh, my God, or you just go, oh, man, I've been on some like that. You know, like, it's it's so, every time I hear this now, I can't think of anything else, which is kind of crazy when you think about it, it's about AIDS. <laughs> Full disclosure, so no AIDS. Fear is the key is... Uh... Like a bad, a bad, horrible Tinder date. Totally, totally. <laughs> I actually, awesome. I actually do have a. And it's not really an AIDS story, but it was an AIDS scare. Not that I had a scare with AIDS, but I, I went and got a, you know, one of those tests done when I was yeah. a single lad, and you know, I was uh, single for a while, so I went and got this test. My buddy was coming in from Ireland to visit. This was not long after I came home. And I literally, like, I went in to do a blood test. I get a call from the doctor. This is Friday. They're like, oh, come in and see us. I'm like, okay, hang up the phone. They're like, come in Monday morning. I'm like, okay, hang up the phone. My buddy's flying in that night. And I'm like, oh, wow, they wanted me to come in, you know? And I just start going, oh, well, I'm just going to go up there now, right? So I go out and I get in my truck. I start driving up there. On the way, 
I'm moving to Africa. I'm opening up. A, uh, you know, I'm going to be like, I'm turning this around. I'm going to turn AIDS into something positive. Because in my mind, I'm driving there. I've got AIDS, right? This literally happened to me. I'm driving up. I'm like, you know what? This, fear is the key. <laughs> fear is the key. I'm driving up there. Literally, I get into the doctor and I'm like, you know, I walk into the office. I'm like, and, and you know, I'm like, tell the receptionist, I'm like, get me in. Like, you know, you called me. And she's like, oh, okay. I call the, I go into the doctor. He's like dying laughing because he's like, oh, man, that's the worst thing about calling. You know, and he, I was like, do I have AIDS or what? <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 you're, you're hep B immunity. You got to get your third booster shot, right? Because I had had the two for Cuba and I never got the third one. And he and he's like, and then he's apologizing to me. I'm there with two hands in the air. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, man, deadly. Anyway, so uh, yeah, that's what I think that is. This 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 track to me is now I cannot escape it to the point where I was like, oh man, I got to write this down and tell it on the podcast. Is all I hear now is just, yeah. it's an analogy for a first date. Now I'm not as hard on it as you are. I still like now I laugh when I hear it. It's yeah. kind of funny. See, I think if you cut that middle part out, it could be a decent song. Yeah, it starts off strong, has a good Yannick solo. Yes. But, uh, man, it just goes off the rails. Yeah. After I hear this song, I feel like I'm used and abused yeah, by maybe, Iron Maiden. <laughs> maybe it's a metaphor for AIDS. <laughs> All right. Next track. Next track. Childhood's End. So this yes. is a Steve Harris song. Yes. Four and a half minutes. You're going to be hard on this, are you? I like this track. Finally, we sort of get back yeah, on track. I like it. Same. Back so, on track. Yeah. I like this one to a point. Yes. It's a really unique Maiden song. Yeah. Kind of a filler track. But I mean, it's 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 pretty good. They're experimenting still. That's right. Here's my beef with the song. What? The lyrics to the song are like this generic, like the world is horrible, everything is horrible. It's like everything is corrupt. There's no hope for anyone. We're doomed. Society sucks. Everything's yeah. polluted. Everything's horrible. Blah 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 blah. We're all gonna die. Yeah. There's Fear, no hope. They should remake that one now. <laughs> so, lad, listen to this clip. The thing is, we we made a name for ourselves when we first started out. Writing a lot of songs about uh, sort of mythology and, mm. um, and things like that, and history, yeah. famous battles we've known, and stuff like that, um, which was real different at the time. And then lots of other bands started doing it. We didn't really see any need to change because we've never been a band to change just for change's sake. Um, but with some time off and um, you know living in the real world, not living out of a tour bus, right. it's like, hang on, this is 1992, and and and. It's like the world seems to be slowly falling apart. If it's not like the acid rain and the ozone layer, it's like your sex life or everything else. It's, there's no part of, of being a person now where some bad stuff isn't going to happen to you at some, at some point, potentially. It's like everything is really coming home. There's scary yeah. stuff going on. Yeah. And so we thought that, well, you know, the, the, the record... You know, there's not too much. There's not too many. You know, cheerier. Oh, exactly. Everything's nice and wonderful. <laughs> there's not a lot of cheery stuff Gosh, going on, right? You know. Right. So this is from 1992. Mm. So that's 27 years ago, and he's like, "The let's a quote, world is falling apart." Yeah. He's like, "The ozone layer and acid rain, and AIDS, and the world is doomed." And now it's like 27 yeah. years later. Everyone's saying exactly the same thing. Different things are scared of. Like everyone's always going to be in a panic about something. Yeah. So like, remember Y2K? Yeah, and the bird, oh, yeah. the bird flew, and swine yeah. flew, and SARS, totally. and Ebola. Remember, everyone was going to die from Ebola. Absolutely. I don't know. Maybe it's my age. Yeah. The media just like scares the shit out of everyone, so you'll be addicted to the news, so you watch more of their commercials. Yeah. I hate it. And right now is like one of the safest periods in human history. Yeah. Like everything's not perfect. No. But we're constantly moving in the right direction, and things are always getting better. Like, and this is all like doomsday bullshit. Um, and it kind of sours me on the song. Yeah. I don't know if I'm just too optimistic, but this stuff's like rubs me the wrong way. I hear the lyrics and it's like, no hope, no life, just pain and fear. Yeah. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just... like contaminated waters, pollution and decay, just waiting for a disease to strike. Oh, will we learn someday? Yeah. I don't know. Man. Yeah, it's needless. I, I'm I'm with you 100, percent and I'm so sick of it now. Everything is worse and worse. You know, yeah. I, I I heard a comedian recently, and he was saying like, the more you have, the more you complain. Like, if you're used to eating hot dogs, you get a hot dog that's not great at a restaurant. You're like, oh, whatever. You eat lobster all the time. You get a lobster slightly not good. You're like, this is horrible. Like, yeah. it's the the richer people get, the more bitchy they get. And like, people somehow feel like they, they have everything now. This this no hope, no life, just pain and fear. Yeah, I hate in it. the chorus. And when I hear that, I'm like. Oh, God, come on. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just normally bad lyrics don't affect how I feel about the song. But these ones are really bad. Like, well, yeah. obviously, look at some of the Bruce Solo stuff, the songs that I love. They'll have super cheesy lyrics. 
you know what I mean? But these ones yeah. are just such a like downer. And I'm they like, are a downer. I'm like musically amazing, but it yeah. would be great. Like I sometimes think about it like the no hope, all that you know, the the whole chorus is like I always think of like someone getting tortured. <laughs> just for like, you know, like that's that's how you could turn it around, right? But um, Yeah, but they specifically mention like yeah, things that I are know. going wrong. And I'm like Yeah. I don't know. Twenty seven years ago everyone thought the world was just about to end. Yeah, I know. They always do, And it's 27 years later. It's an industry for people. Yeah, it's an outrage yeah. machine. Like, I'm so sick of it. Everywhere you yeah. go, you know. So that's what turns me off nonsense. of this song. And yeah. I listen to it, and it's like, no hope. Yeah. No life. And I'm like. I know. Really, God. Bruce, come now on. Now you're ruining it for me. <laughs> I usually just turn my brain off this okay, part. For the, okay. I'm just killing so time. So that's a little yeah. rant about that kind of spoils the song for me a little bit. Yes. I love awesome. the intro. I love the drumming. They Like, the drumming on the song is really cool. Intro super cool. There's a really classic maidenly sounding part in the middle, and the song is really different for like an Iron Maiden song. So when you hit this part, it's kind of like reassuring because it sounds just like, just like Maiden. This is a very maidenly sounding part in a unique sounding song. That's a cool maidenly part. It's and those drums, like, so the lyrics do kind of ruin it a little bit for me. It does spoil it a bit, but the album's back on track for me. I, I love yeah. this tune. Oh, yeah, this basically. is right back on yeah. track after that misstep of yeah. Fear is the Key. And it's only really that minute and a half in the middle of Fear is the Key that yeah. ruins it. That's so right. So you have three really good songs, one that starts good and then goes way off the rails. And then you're back. Yeah. and Unique and maiden song. Absolutely. Yeah. Solos in the song are pretty cool. I read that it's Yannick plays the first half. Dave plays the second half. I can't seem to figure out like where they switch, but I know that they do switch. I can't tell where the solo goes from Yannick to Dave. It just kind of flows along. And at the end, you can tell it's Dave playing. Yeah. And at the beginning, it's Yannick playing. Yeah. But I can't see. It's like seamless. It's pretty seamless. Like, yeah. yeah. Very maiden sounding though, eh? Yeah, it's yeah. It's like super Great maiden. Solo. Yeah. 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 The chorus is actually, other than the lyrics, the chorus is actually pretty cool. Yeah. No hope. No life. the starvation and hunger but you kind of got a torture theme there which is more or less what they do with us with all this never ending <laughs> fix the world crap but I just listened to this clip that we just played mm. and yeah that course I just, did I, you ever, the, the, did you I ever just think to wonder like I think what? I'm gonna lower yeah. my rating on this one yeah they're like parents these days too so many people are like oh my god you know uh, kids they'll have anxiety today I'm like oh really Did you did they're born and you're like oh the world's gonna end 
Those are your telling them oh, from yeah. day one. Like, oh, the world's going to end. Oh, but make sure you recycle that Not Coke my kids. bottle. Like, my kids, man. We kick them outside. It's like, yeah. go outside and run around. Go outside, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, my, my kids God. are eight and six, and like they get home from school. They get kicked outside until yeah. sometime. <laughs> That's right. Go outside. Cut That's down true. a tree or something. That's why I always worry about like the internet, too. Like, everyone... Yeah. It's constantly everything's in your face, right? Yeah. It's like 24-hour news cycle. But, like, you don't even have to be, at it, like, reading a newspaper or watching TV to get it anymore. Yeah. It's, like, constantly in your pocket, like, everything that's happening that's probably horrible somewhere in the world. Yeah. And there's there's know. just groups of people on, on both sides just losing their mind, like, at each other. Yeah. And, like, that's yelling. why I, I, like, yeah. shut down all my social – I got off Facebook, got yeah. off Twitter. I barely read news anymore. I don't know, man. Like, I just get sick of it. Then, like, the internet's just like everything's a huge deal. Everyone's in a panic about something. Yes. But like, forty-eight hours later, it's another thing, and that last thing's forgotten about. So I'm like, anything, anything pops up. I'm like, is anyone going to care about this in like a month from now? Because yeah. if they're not, don't even tell me about it because I don't care. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And and not only that. I mean, not to get too political on it, but you know, the the people with climate change and stuff, you know, which I'm, I come from a background in science, you know, like I, I can tell you without a doubt that if you change the Earth's atmosphere, it's going to have repercussions. Yep. But there are people that are like, oh, the science is undeniable. The science is undeniable. We got 12 years to live. It used to be 25. And if you tell them now it's six, they'd believe you. And on the other side too, you yeah. also have the people that did deny they it They deny all. completely, and they're just, like, yeah. just as crazy. It's just like, I know. That's what, the whole thing with getting off the internet. Yeah. Is like, I didn't hear, I it's so hard to find anyone that's like yeah. level-headed and normal. It's all like, you're either yeah. on one extreme or the other. Yeah. And I'm just that's like, right. I feel like moving to the woods and like living in a cabin and like <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> cutting I'm off with the society. Cause I'm <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you get, like, there's no middle ground. Anymore. I know. Like, it's just two walls. Like, I mean, yes, climate change is happening. I don't think the world's going to die tomorrow. Yes, we need to act on things. But like the other side of it is, I don't think we should run our economy off like oil from the middle of nowhere all the time. Like as soon as I'm not loyal to any of it, as soon as a, a car comes with that's electric and better, goodbye. Like yep. I'm moving on to the next technology. Like just bring it to me. Yep. Like that's what I want. Like, God, it's so stupid. It's like, and then there's people like, oh man, I'm never getting off gas. I'm like, you're just as bad as they are. Like you're the same thing. Like gas oh, yeah. is just a stupid liquid that gets us around. Like <laughs> when when we can charge it up another way, go for it. Yeah. You know. God. And it's not just climate change; it's everything. Yeah. Everything is so polarized now; it just drives me crazy. I know. Man, exactly. what happened to this album, this Fear of the Dark album? I know. It's all these, maybe Bruce's lyrics are pulling all these uh, are pulling all these things out of us. Oh, <laughs> and you go know, back to from here to eternity, so we can talk about. And actually, you know what? Another thing. <laughs> oh man, go on to the next song. No, I want to. I want to talk about two other things. <laughs> okay, okay. I want to get on to a couple things. Um, when this comes out, yeah, we're uh, so this Friday. Yep. Night Demon Night. That's true. This drops on Friday in yeah, two days. That's right. And that's the night of the Night Demon concert. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't believe how long we just talked for. I know. <laughs> flew. I thought we were I like know. 20 minutes in. I know. It happens all the time. Yeah. So I'm pretty uh, pumped for the Night Demon show. I'm super pumped. Yeah. The guys are getting in. It's going to be a good, good time. I don't know what their set list is going to be. I have no idea. Yeah, me either. I've just listened to their live album a lot and, you know. Yeah, studio albums. We don't I know all their well. songs, so yeah. whatever the set list is, that's it. I just wonder if Unless they're going to play some new stuff or something. Oh, that'd yeah, be cool. I wonder. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I haven't followed up with them on that front. Uh, the other thing, uh, we did Facebook poll as well as your email poll and on Twitter. Okay, so I set yeah. up a poll of the top. It's every single Maiden song, and you can mm. go in and vote for ten. That's right. And we're going to figure out what the top songs are for people that listen to our podcast. Yeah. So go to talkingmaiden.com slash vote, V-O-T-E. Yeah. And that'll take you to the, it's like a survey. Yeah. And it's a list of all the songs, pick 10 and submit them. Yeah. And uh, man, we got a ton, a ton of responses. Already, yeah. I know. And there's some very surprising picks in there. So I'm going to let it run a few weeks and then we'll uh, get into it on the podcast. But uh, there's a few... That are right up at the top, and I was like, oh, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> what are we going to do if Ferris the Key is number one? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> you're going to have to email everyone and be like, do you guys know what this is about? <laughs> a new version of it with a bowl in it. Um, yeah, so I shared that on Facebook. I'll put it yeah. out again. So if you want to go to our Facebook, you can get it there. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool. A lot of feedback. I guess we'll I put do a some... link to it on the website, too, the talkingmaiden.com. In the uh, menu, there's a 
link there that says vote. You vote. Can click on. Yeah. yeah, all this election talk, all the politics we're going on about. This is the only voting that matters. <laughs> vote for me, Iron Maiden, because your <laughs> yeah. your your results will actually count. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Okay, so I'd say we leave it there and and take okay. it up next time. Yep. Because we got a lot of feedback. People are are saying that a lot of people really like this album. And I, you know, I thus far a lot of people are really liking in, it. A lot of people yeah. are really not liking it. Really? Yeah. I'm getting a lot of positives, or maybe it's just the the ones that are standing or the ones that are contradicting, kind of our our maybe our tone. Yeah. But right now we're five we're five tracks in. Yep. And it's mostly good. Um, you know, fear is the key. We. Yeah. We kind of put down and childhood and the, the first three the are super solid. Yes. Fear is the key mm. could have been a good song, but it's ruined. So I think that one's just horrible. But now we're coming up on a really good period as well. Yeah. Childhood's yeah. end. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. And we. Get I thought st- I liked it more than I did until we just started listening to clips. And I was like, oh, yeah, I don't really like this song very much. Yeah. I think it's kind of fillery. Fair enough. I think it's filler. It's. I like the drums. I like some of the music in the middle of it. Yeah. I don't know. Mm, there's a bit of filler in this It's a album. bit of a letdown. Yeah. Yeah, this album is like bloated. <laughs> it is a bit bloated. Too many tracks. They should Too go back tracks. to like the nine, eight or nine tracks. Yeah, fair enough. It's the early 90s. It's a political time, just like this is a political yeah. episode. Well, it's like they're trying to pack as much music as they can into a CD because they're like, hey, CDs are here. Yeah, volume. It's like I bought a CD. You bought a CD. Which one has more minutes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> time to kill. All right. I guess we'll leave it there until next time. Now, check us out. Facebook. TalkingMaiden.com, Twitter. At TalkingMaiden, yeah. yeah. And leave, uh, if you have a strong opinion about anything that we said, TalkingMaiden.com slash talk. Oh, yeah. And leave leave a us a message if you yeah. want to, for our 100th episode coming up. Oh, yeah, we do. We have our 100th episode coming up. Mm. Actually, when we're done these Fear of the Dark episodes, the 100th episode will be here. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> TalkingMaiden.com. All right, until next time, up the honors. Up the honors.